Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael. And Happy f- New Year! Yeah, oh, only a week late, and it's all my fault. Yeah. But... Well, I, I mean, well, I can't really say it was my fault. It was my work's fault. But... Well... Because we were, we were scheduled to do one, uh, what was it, Thursday night? Yeah, I was wanted to try... Yeah, I tried to move it up, yeah, c- and then... because you wanted to get it ahead um <laughs> how that worked and out. i that's normally my day off but mm-hmm. um so we had uh what's referred to as a cold snap yeah um which is also the sam adams beverage that i'm drinking right now mm. um so we had a cold snap that came through and basically we have amps throughout that power the signal that goes through and the the breakers and the amps started breaking. Uh, so we had to run around and take care of that. It was taking down entire neighborhoods, basically. Because mm. uh, it was making the levels all kinds of wacky. and uh, So it was not fun. And it was cold as shit. Holy fuck. Um, I think it was when we were out there that night, I believe it was negative uh, 14... But with the wind chill, it was like negative 35, something like that, which I know like if Joe or Chris are listening to this up in Canada, they're like, fuck you. <laughs> but even in Canada, I, I think that that's pretty fucking cold. Um, and actually, the cold snaps kind of subsided. And I think today it got up into the 20s. I was actually not even wearing a jacket while working. I was like, this is fucking awesome. It felt almost hot. <laughs> it's kind of crazy but is what it is and then we tried to reschedule and then i i don't know what happened to you but maybe you can fill us in well okay so basically what it was was i because the wife now is working um like pretty much all weekends and stuff so it's kind of it's kind of difficult. Like usually if I try and do it, like we'll do it on Sunday or Monday night now. Cause she's usually off, but because of the holidays, she was doing yeah. it. And, um, and I had like, goddamn, we had like a couple of the kids were kind of sick. And, um, then I was going to try and pawn the kid off on my mom and stuff to watch him for a couple hours so we could do it. And then of course she wasn't feeling well either so i'm just like i got to the point where i'm just like you know what fuck this it's just not it's not gonna happen (laughs) this is all there is to it so yeah so 
I don't know. And I don't I had a weird thing with my phone too cuz like you would message me uh about trying to do it cuz I told you I was I was going to try and do it during the day before the wife went to work. Yeah. And uh yeah, during the day, because I knew you said, you know, she had to go to work, and I was like, uh, are we going to do this? Because it started kind of getting into the late afternoon. Yeah, and I didn't even see the fucking message until, like, it was, like, late at night. And I was like, I mean, like, it didn't hmm. pop up on my phone. Like, it didn't come up. And I got the yeah. message at, like, fucking 11 or 12 at night, and I'm like, well, no, dude, we're not going to do it. It's, like, midnight now. <laughs> and then I just, just... And then you looked at the time that it was sent? Well... Well, no, I mean, it came across for me then, but then I was like, because I know my wife will send me messages or my mom sometimes and, you know, they'll like, I mean, I'll be like in the same room with my mom and she'll take, she'll be like, oh, I'm going to send you a picture I took of, you know, the baby today or something. I'm like, okay. She'll send, and like, it'll take 10 minutes, you know, to get to me. Like she sends it. We're like in the same room. It takes. Hmm. So I know I have delay on my phone sometimes. So I don't know what the fuck happened. If it just, there was just a delay. And I just assume that's what it was. I'm like, how, uh, how old's your phone? Oh, dude, I got an older phone. It's, it's pushing three years now. That's, that's probably why the same thing happened to mine. Um, my old phone, like it started doing wacky shit where it would like reset on its own. Um, I wouldn't get text messages. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't receive notifications, like all kinds of shit. Once it got to like that three year mark, it just shit the bed almost like they planned it. Um, I tried everything. Like I cleared the cache. I hard reset it. I did all this stuff like to try and get it back to like, uh, basically factory reset, you know, deleted a whole bunch of shit off, cleared up a whole bunch of memory, stuff like that. Um, and it was good for like a day, and then all of a sudden it started doing that shit again. I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, this is, and uh, like beyond that, like the screen wasn't cracked, mm-hmm. and the battery wasn't that bad. Like it was decent, it, it, you know. It was still a functional phone, oh, yeah. But man, it just totally shit the bed because these goddamn cell phone companies—they have to have their cyclical cycle where you're buying a fucking cell phone every two years so they can maintain their business model. Yeah. Well, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, uh, I think Apple came out and admitted that because people were bitching. They're like, hey, how come every time yeah. a new phone comes out, mine fucking they got, takes they a got shit? They got sued. And they're like, yeah, we... They got sued, that's why. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we slow them down intentionally. It's like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> so, now, nah, I mean, mine... Yep. I'm just cheap, dude. Like, I probably... I'd like to get a new one because mine is starting to... Oh, no, I was too. And- yeah. Until mine like stopped functioning as a phone, and I was like, I oh. I gotta do something else, dude. That's the thing with me. I'm so cheap. Like my battery won't hold a charge now. Like I, I constantly have it like plugged in, but I mean, if I take it off the plug, it's good for like a couple of hours, and then it's pretty much taken to shit. But I'm just I don't want to fucking pay six hundred dollars for another fucking phone. So <laughs> I'm just real cheap. You know, so it's like this motherfucker. Yeah. It's like my car. I bought. I've got a car now. Uh, that's oh my god! How old's my car? Eight years old. You remember me? I had that Toyota Corolla for I I got it new in 1999, and I think I finally bought another car in 2014. <laughs> like 15 years, I had that bitch. I ran that fucker to the ground, and it was still running whenever I got rid of it. But yeah, I, I'm right there with you, man. When it comes to things like that, like to me, it's it's a utility. It's not a fashion statement. It's not 
part of my identity. It's not something that I'm like, oh, look at me. I've got a fucking Beamer. I'm cool as shit. Um, like, I don't give two shits about that. It's a vessel to get me from point A to point B as reliably and, inefic- and uh, efficiently as possible. That's it. That's all I give a shit about. Low gas mileage. And is it going to work with low maintenance? I mean, I've got a fucking Prius C. Anybody get on Google and look up a fucking Prius C and you'll see the kind of car that I drive. It's a little Tonka toy. And actually, it's kind of funny. I, uh, uh, my friend, and I'm going to put it on whenever winter goes over and I can actually clean my car and stuff. But they bought me a bumper sticker and it um, is like supposed to be a quote from somebody. Uh, and it says, cool Prius. And the quote is from nobody. Mm. <laughs> nice. I just think it'd be funny to have that on a Prius, just so people know, like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> nah, I, I'm telling you, man. I The only problem with me is, like, I'd like to get something like that, but just right now, because we got fucking 50 kids, when we get rid of all of them, I'd Oh, no, I get it. I'd definitely go with something like well, that, but... Whew. If I had a kid or even two kids, I yeah. think it'd be fine to an extent. Yeah. It'd be tough to like lug shit around. Mm-hmm. Uh, even then, like the little cabin space is not too bad. Um, I don't know. I, but yeah, I mean, you got like you know, teenagers <laughs> and shit. That's a whole nother ball game. Yep. Three teens and a baby. And then, like if you, tr- <laughs> yeah. And if you try to take a family trip, like fuck. Uh, yeah. I couldn't do that in my fucking little Prius. Although they do have the uh, Prius V, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like um, larger than the original Prius. It's supposed to be like the family Prius kind of thing. Uh, I don't know. All so, I know is, like I said, I, got, I mean, there are SUV hybrids out there and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, so yeah. A couple of years down the road, they'll probably have something well up your alley for decent gas mileage and stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, with uh, uh, Sir Dipshit, you know, you're not going to have any kind of tax credit for uh, driving a hybrid. <laughs> Dude, the motherfucker, uh, I don't know. I, I looked at that tax thing a little bit, but it kind of gave me tired head looking at all the shit that they cut out, and I just kind of fucking gave up on it. I don't, We haven't done the show yeah. since then, well, but I don't care to get into it. It's just it's the, too- the thing is, it's, it's twofold. So, <clears throat> yeah, you know... The middle class and stuff, they'll get uh, they'll get pennies. They'll get chump change. Mm-hmm. You know, you might see like a thousand dollars extra. Take that over an entire year. That's fucking nothing. That is fucking nothing. Well, okay. uh, meanwhile, millionaires are getting millions back. Um, the corporate side of things that doesn't expire. The personal side of things does expire. Yeah, but this. Uh, I think this is more just setting precedent because, again, it's going to add over a trillion to the deficit, which everybody is sitting there, oh, these fiscally conservative Republicans, what are they thinking? I'm like, I know exactly what they're thinking. They're going to sit there and say, we don't have the money to pay for Medicare. We don't have the money to pay for Social Security. We don't have the money to pay for Medicaid. And they're just going to start stripping fucking, quote, entitlement programs away. Like crazy. That's going to happen this year. Well, that guarantee it. Oh, yeah. Paul Ryan's already said that's their agenda for this term is basically entitlement reform again. So, yeah, it is what it is. Yep. Like I said, I don't even care to get into it right now because it just, it's a fucking tired head. But 
I'll, I'll say this, the, the only thing that Trump touts all the time, not really the taxes, like stock market and stuff like that. And that's another thing that's, it's such a, it's such a gauge for the wealthy. I think I read, cause I know that uh, most people, the only reason they own stocks is cause they fucking like have them in their 401k or something through their jobs. And, yep. um, yeah. but other than that though, I, I read this where I think the, the, the numbers from a couple years ago, they weren't like from this past year, but it basically said that the top 20% of wage earners own over 80% of the stocks. So I totally believe that. So then it gets down to like, you yeah. know, then of course, I mean, just do the math, you know, then the 80 other 80% of Americans own less than 20% of the yep. stocks. And, and if you really yeah. bring even it, even if you, I was, I was saying, even if you do have a 401k, um, you know, you, you got to look at close to half of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Th- people don't have the money to invest. Yeah. That's doesn't why exist for them. Every time they talk about this, it's not even on the radar. <clears throat> yeah. He talks about the stock oh, market. All the yeah, time. That's his big claim nothing. to fame. It's like, that doesn't mean anything yeah. to the vast majority. It means of Americans. shit. So, but <clears throat> speaking of the fucking death of our goddamn country, man, I wanted to, this is supposed to be the year in wrap up. Like I told Eric, we got to do, uh, we'll hit some of the high points and low points of the year. I know in the past, like we did the thing, like I know I've sat and like go through like all major events or something. Like we walk through the counter. That's too much effort. <laughs> I don't have it in me, but I figured that, you know, there's a couple like, specific things that were like big on the radar and stuff we could kind of touch bases on everything but before we get into like the heavy news items and stuff um i was telling eric before we started if anybody did listen to my other podcast i did about 20 some episodes before i fucking mailed that in because it was poor timing uh one reason that this one's been so scattered like we said at the beginning is uh, now with additional kid and you know of course and then it's just ever since you kind of moved to Minnesota, too, it makes it a little bit wonkier and everything. But, um, so <laughs> I'm like, okay, I thought about it last year. I'd got, I'd started putting together kind of an idea for what I want to do, just a fuckery show and talk about nonsense stuff here and there. And I'm like, I'm going to start this up. And as soon as I'd kind of put it together and I was going to start doing it, that's when I found out, um, that you know had baby on the way so i tried to do the podcast and i did do it pretty much up until he was born i mean it was scattered i mean i'd go like two or three weeks kind of like we do this one now before i do a show but i made an effort and i'm saying fuck it when he gets a little older i'm probably going to try and dust it off and come back at it again real hard (laughs) for right now trying to fucking get this son of a bitch out you know every couple weeks is it's it's a challenge at times because I'm an old man and raising babies is time consuming. And, um, <laughs> but one of the things I did on that show, because I did start right before the year um, started last year, 2017 started, I did uh, an episode where I did a, a death list, basically. And it's not like I'm people I want to see die. It's just most likely there's always, you know, some celebrities, big names that pass away through the during the course of the year you know and so i try to put a, a, a list of 10 people i thought probably wouldn't make it through 2017 and 
on my list, I had uh, only two of them that didn't make it. And the two people that I correctly uh, picked their demise was Hugh Hefner and Jerry Lewis. So I thought I'm going to make a run at it again this year. And I told Eric I fucked up because I should have let him know I was, I was planning on doing this bit again, moving on over to this podcast. Um, so he could have put his list together. So I'm going to throw out my... 10 list. This is not a top 10 or anything like this. This is just 10 random people that I think probably will not see the year 2019. Uh, and you can feel free to throw some out there, Eric, if you have, because I think uh, I'm definitely missing <laughs> okay. them. But these, I think, I think this is a solid list, and I think I'm going to do much better than last year. Fingers crossed. Come on, death. So, <laughs> on my list this year is... Buzz Aldrin. Aww. Yeah. Hey, man, space. It's not the final frontier, because he's got another place he's going. Uh, Bob Dylan. Stan Lee. Sorry, but I think you made your last no, Avengers movie, no. motherfucker. No. Uh, Dick God Van- damn it. No. Dick, Dick Van Dyke, <laughs> which is always a fun name to say. He's still around? Yes, Dick Van Dyke is still around, Eric. He's very much alive. Holy shit. Yeah, he's definitely on the list. Um, Sorry, go ahead. The Reverend Billy Graham. I think it's time for him to pass on to meet his maker. Uh, I mean, it's been time. (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree. His son needs to go with him. He's a real piece of work. Um, George H.W. Bush. Not the one that got us into the Iraq... Oh, wait a minute. He did get us into Iraq War, too. Um, wait, wait. Uh, the older yeah. one that got us into the Iraq War. Not the one that was part of the Iran-Contra deal. Oh, wait. Yep, that one. Ah, <sighs> damn it. You know, the one that likes to sit in his uh, wheelchair and grab women's asses? Yeah, grabs women's asses. and. <laughs> you know who my favorite magician is? Um, David Copperfield. <laughs> 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 yeah, my favorite musician, David Copperfield. Um, Bob Barker. The Price is Wrong, bitch. Um, price is Wrong, bitch. Um, Kirk Douglas, because he just turned 101 and he looked terrible on the Golden Globes last night. <laughs> There's no way in hell Yeah, he's, he's going to make I it mean, to 102. It's hard to look good when you're 101, but... Yeah. It's not happening. But yeah, he's looked he's looked rough for a few years. Um, I remember seeing him a couple of years back, and I was like, "Holy oh yeah. shit, man!" I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's just inevitable. It's not. I'm not like making fun of him. Yeah, yeah. Because I know if I lived that old, I'd probably look way worse because I don't have money. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, he's I look way he looks that bad. Worse than him. He looks that bad, and he's had work done. You can like see it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now. This one's a little bit of a cop-out because we know he's got the brain fucking cancer, so it's pretty much assured he's going to die. But I needed uh, at least yep, one sure thing. Yep, yep. So we're going with John McCain. and <laughs> then That's your sure bet? <laughs> he's my sure bet. Damn. I mean, no offense, God damn it. dude. Hey, I'm look, my dad had cancer. When the cancer gets you, there's not a lot you can do about it. And he's like fucking... 80 something especially when you're that old yeah it's it that that gets rough so and 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 i don't want to sound this is going to sound terrible but you know fuck him i could care less he deserves it he's been a piece of shit um (laughs) but but he's a he's a maverick yeah so 
And last but not least, it's goddamn time that this old bitch fucking dies so Charles oh, can become shit. king. Queen Elizabeth. She's oh. got She's got to go, dude. This has to be the year. <laughs> has to be the year. God damn it. This is so fucking morbid. So that's my that's my 10 person list and and don't worry about it because I'm going to get at least 3 this year. I'm shooting for 4. I think 4. I think 4 <laughs> is definite. Shooting for 4. Um I mean I I can add one to the list. Okay. I think it's going to be time for Donald J Trump. Oh. Dude. To Even, bite the dust. I and here, 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 here's what I think is going to happen. I think okay, reality is going to set in. Mm-hmm. He's going to realize he's not as loved as he believes he is, and okay. he's going to die of a broken heart. Aw, that's so sad. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that they're going to like bust him for the mo- money laundering and shit, and they're going to fucking try and throw him in the fe- the pen for like the you know remaining days, and he was just going to be like fuck it and eat a bullet or fucking hang himself nah nah he's too egotistical and loves himself too much to commit suicide yeah i i love where you're going there and i wish it was so but unfortunately (laughs) it was more tongue-in-cheek but like i said evil never never fucking dies we're we're not getting rid of him it's more more tongue-in-cheek i know Semi wishful thinking. I was gonna say more more wishful thinking <laughs> than anything. Hey man, I thought because um, we kind of did this last year, we kind of went over some of the big deaths throughout the year. And uh, just for reminders, one thing I noticed, I was kind of like looking over the deaths this year because you know everybody made yeah everybody made such a huge deal about last year because there's so many huge names that fucking died and oh my god, when's 2017 gonna end? It's all these celebrities. It's like I don't. I don't give a shit, but celebrity, celebrity, whatever. But there was a lot of uh, a lot of mu- musicians and stuff that fucking passed on this year, and a couple big ones too. I thought. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Number one on my list, I remember the other year, like you're uh, David Bowie guy. So the year before last, oh, when, yeah. when he died, I know that was like probably your big death that year. I think this year for the yep. musicians, Tom Petty was the big one on my list. Yep. That was a big one. And I I would agree with you there. I thought that was I mean he's uh like if if Bowie is like, you know, as British as you can get, like <laughs> Tom Petty was as American as you can fucking get. Yeah. You know what he, I mean? He was Americana, dude, all the way. Oh yeah. Total Americana. You listen to all of his songs, it's like that's fucking that's Americana right there. Through and through. He was the big one, and then I guess and it's like, the one shining thing that actually did come out of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Florida! Is, yeah. Why what, are you where so is, he, is he Tallahassee? Is that where he's from? Uh, dude, don't make me lie to you. I can't man. remember exactly. I I couldn't say for certain. I'd be a, I'd be lying to you. But there's a couple but I know he's from Florida. I know that. A couple other ones that were fairly big names. I thought and. These are older people, so I don't know if, like, you know, anybody our age or a little bit younger is going to be kind of like, eh, I don't know. But, like, Glenn Campbell was, I thought was a big one. Um, Greg Allman. And then, yep. uh, and just for nostalgia purposes, like, you want to go way back, like, 
to the old, like, you know, when rock and roll is really taken off, like Fats Domino, Chuck Berry died this year. Chuck Berry, yeah, yeah. Um, probably the most, one of the more surprising ones, just because of the age, was, um, like, David Cassidy for, like, the girls out there. They're big Partridge Family fans, which people are rolling their eyes at that because I didn't care for him, but, you know, whatever. And then the two fucking suicide motherfuckers, Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington. Those are the two that... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I have this weird thing about suicide. Like, it's it's kind of this, well, drugs is a little bit different. And I understand, you know, depression is a serious disease. Yeah, oh yeah, yada, yeah. Yada, yada, yada. But suicide to me is just, it's a very selfish fucking act. So it's hard for me to, like, actually mourn somebody who's committed suicide. Because to me, it was they were only thinking about themselves at the time. Yeah. It's, um, it's a weird and again, thing, I, man. I, it's, it's hard to grasp because again, I, I don't deal with the, the severity of the depression that they clearly dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand that that might be, uh, you know, a, a harsh thing to say, but, but to me, it's just kind of like, I, I can't mourn you. Cause I mean, you took your own life. Like, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like it was cut short because you got into a car accident or, you know, some random fluke or you, you, you know, something like that. It's just, you, you didn't seek help when you should have se- sought help and you decided to take your own life instead of hang around for your loved ones and support them. Yeah. I, I don't want to make a lie to, like those two and stuff because, you never know. I mean, it's. I guess it's one of those things. Like, I don't understand the whole depression thing. Like, I know my dad was... My, he was crazy. No, I know it's he real. Was, I know it's fucking real, and I know that I'm probably being mean, but that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, I know. Like, I, you know, if you have depression, seek help. You know, like, talk to somebody. Get, get something done. Don't just think that ending your life is somehow going to make it all magically disappear. Yeah. Sure. It's going to disappear for you, but what the fuck is it going to do for everybody else in your life? Well, I would agree. The only case of why I'd say you're wrong is if you're Donald Trump and you decide and you find it, find out that everybody <laughs> hates you and you get a broken heart, then go ahead and just be depressed. And no, anyway. no. See, I said died of a broken heart. Done. He didn't oh. kill himself oh, in okay. my fantasy. He just I've, died of a broken heart. Yeah. I forgot. That's my part that I want to see. happen. <laughs> Because cause he's had a long-standing marriage with this love affair of himself being so great uh-huh. yeah. that I think it's like, you know, it, you know when an uh, 80-year-old couple and the wife dies, the husband is like two weeks later because he can't live life without her. I think that's, that's the scenario with Donald J. Trump and the love for himself and how great he thinks he is. Do you think when he dies, Melania is going to be so heartbroken that she'll pass away within Fuck a few days? Fuck no. <laughs> Fucking fuck no! <laughs> you don't think she's every she has time I love? see it. It's actually comical to me to see like her out and about with him because she looks like fuck me, fuck my life. What the <laughs> fucking fuck did I do to myself? She knew what she was fuck. signing up for. Oh no! But you could tell she laments every fucking moment of it. Like, she won't hold his hand. She fucking always has that pouty face on. Like, (laughs) ugh. 
Miserable. Just yeah, fucking she, miserable. She is kind of a miserable. I mean, yeah, bitch. again, she signed up for herself, but I, I do feel kind of sorry for her. Yeah, I don't. Not at all. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Come on, but, Trump. And, and don't get me wrong, like, Chris Cornell, I love all of his shit. I mean, even, you know, Temple the Dog, Audio Slave, of course, Soundgarden. Like, I love his shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it. Lincoln Park, uh, eh. I liked it when I was a kid and I had the the angst, yeah. you know, going yeah. on. But once I grew up and became an adult, I realized this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Stopped listening to oh, it. Oh, I'm with you, dude. Like, their first, <laughs> their first couple albums, I was all in on it. And I went and saw them. Actually, I saw them with our buddy Brett, who nobody else out there knows who the fuck i'm talking about but it's oh but it was me and him went and saw i saw him with him um and then of yeah. course I, luckily i mean i got a chance to see Soundgarden. i never saw him before when me and you went and saw him when they played with nine inch nails so luckily yep. i got a chance to see both of them before they uh, <clears throat> passed on to the next plane pal but um there's some but yeah um Let's see a, other, a few other notable ones because those, like I said, that was I think music took the biggest hit. Um, all those musicians. Oh yeah, and I forgot uh, Malcolm Young for ACDC. He just passed away recently. Um, but other than that, there's a couple that just stood out for me. Um, one of them was, uh, well, two two guys that are kind of in the same genre: George Romero and Tobe Hooper. Who uh, George Romero did Night of the Living George Dead. George Romero, yeah. Tons of those, yeah. Uh, Tobe Hooper did Texas Horror. Chainsaw Massacre. Yep. Yeah, Horror so, geniuses right there. Yeah, and I love horror flicks, so those guys, to me, those guys are badasses. Um, of course, I mentioned on my list, I got Jerry Lewis and Hugh Hefner. No big fucking losses there in my book. They're both pretty sorry. Um, but, eh, personal yeah. opinion. Um Another one as a, a big one, I think, was uh, Dick Gregory, who um, more known probably in the community than probably some of the white people listening. But uh, I mean, he's kind of known. I think he's known more for his civil rights and activism in the in the black community. But I mean, he was also like yeah. a comedian for a long time. That's kind of I think that's pretty much where he got his start. And um, I mean, that dude was in the middle of everything. Uh, like I said, big time civil rights activist, uh, author and everything for several, several years. He was in his, I think eighties and stuff. And he, I can't remember when he passed away. I think it was like summertime. Um, let's see. What was the other one? Oh, Adam West passed away not too long ago. The great played the Batman in the sixties, which I think it's funny yep. because I don't know if many people would re- remember him for that. They probably know him more for being the fucking mayor on the Family Guy. <laughs> uh, younger people would, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I mean. I mean, because the, the Batman series he was on was in the 60s. So, I mean, that's think about it, dude. That's quite a ways back, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and he... I mean, did he do much besides that? Uh, not really. I mean, that's kind of where he made his mark. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like he's kind of a one trick pony but this is a pretty good trick yeah. you know um, i mean one uh not necessarily a celebrity uh but somebody who i think was uh very influential uh racy taylor oh i don't know that who's that um uh she was um the black woman 
that got raped by like six white dudes in Alabama back in 1944. You're really bringing down the show, dude. No, I'm just saying. Uh, but she, you know, they they told her like, you know, we'll kill you if you tell anybody. Um, and she decided to go ahead and go and extend a hand out to the. Um, uh, God damn it. <laughs> I'm drawing a blank. What is the National African-American Association? NAACP? Oh, wait, NAACP, that's... yes. <laughs> oh, wait, that's you. basketball. Never mind. <laughs> oh, NAACP, whatever. <laughs> I'm just um, messing with you. Because that's what people always say. Wait then, a oh, it's NCAA? No, it's NCAA. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, no. that's what colored people. No, that's right. <laughs> no, yeah. Yep. I just think it's funny. Um, I always get those wrong. And one of the people that was instrumental in fighting her case was Rosa Parks. Oh. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Just. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't want Because she. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just saying that that, that was pretty powerful for somebody who didn't have any influence or anything like that. That was black in Alabama in 1944. To basically come out with their story, even though these dudes said that they would kill her. Yeah. You know, that, that was pretty pretty powerful. But yeah, she died uh, right at the end. I think it was like December 28th, I believe, is when she passed uh, at the age of 97. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, she had a good life. If I say if you make it to your 80s, then you know what? You lived yeah. a good life. 90s. Yeah. So clearly those, those white men didn't get to her, but... Evidently, they filled her with fucking some, like, super rejuvenation fucking stuff. It kept her going for a long time. Whoa. Oh, what? Whoa. What? Too far, sir. Too far. Sorry. But now you only have to worry if you're an underage girl in Alabama. (laughs) It's okay. Right? I mean, only if Donald Trump is visiting. I take that back. That was terrible. It's terrible. I mean, sorry for what was her name? Racy. Racy. Racy Taylor. Uh, anyway, go ahead. It's a terrible joke. Uh, I mean, that's about it. There's a couple other people on here that were kind of, you know, I wouldn't say spared a fair, but people I know of. The only other name that I highlighted on my list is, um, Okay, dude, James Bond's been around for centuries, or not centuries, but decades. Uh, we've had James Bond. Yep. Everybody who grew up had their James Bond. You know, like the older folks had John Connery, you know, maybe his Timothy Dalton or fucking even Pierce Brosnan if you're a real fucking douchebag. But for me, the true James Bond was always Roger Moore. That was my James Bond. So it was very sad to see him go, but he made it to the ripe old age of, of 89, so... Um, mm. the cancer took him down. Cancer did what all those other fucking Bond villains couldn't do. They took him down. <laughs> so, God damn it! But uh, Roger Moore, that was my boy. So that was a sad one to see him go. And then, I the the, the saddest one, of, the biggest loss of all this year. And I don't think it's even there's a question. Um, rest in peace, Charles Manson. Rest in peace. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, God's Godspeed, uh, Charles. Charles Manson. He died. You hear about that? I, no, I know. Oh, I yes, I know about that. But I think it's the beginning part that I'm a little confused about. 
It's a big loss. Huge loss. Yeah. We're, we're you said, it, by that, do you mean like you believe that because he's dead, Helter Skelter will actually happen? Um, I don't know. I mean, Trump's been working on it, him and his fucking white nationalist That's fucking true. cabinet. That's true. Maybe if Although, you know, him... It, him and Bannon are kind of putting up fisticuffs, so there there might be a little feud there. <laughs> that whole fucking situation's awesome. Uh, I mean, it's been played out so much, so there's really not much to talk about. Right, but I, d- yeah. I do love the fact but that... I, I did say that, you know, that, that this cabinet, they were going to start to eat each other. I told you that that was going to happen. And sure as shit, what's happening? Well... It's, I don't know, man. It doesn't really, it's like, it's all the stuff that comes out, all the dirt and everything, none of it matters. It's like we've said before, it's like the Republicans are backing him. It's amazing. Like all the Republicans that were coming out and, you know, fucking saying how terrible he was. Never Trump. They're all just, even like that Bob Corker came out and he just shit all over him, called, said it was like a child daycare at the White House. And all this other shit. Now he's made buddy buddy with him again. It's like, what the hell's going on, dude? You know what the rumor is out there? there? It's because they're getting their way. Well, they're getting these radical judges into these federal courts. Yeah, they're getting tax reform for the rich and corporate corporations. Yeah, they're but- going to work on getting rid of entitlements. Like they're getting their way, so they don't really give a shit. They're like, yeah, whatever, we don't fucking care if it's tarnishing everything that we've ever fucking wanted to put on a morality pedestal. I we guess, don't give a flying fuck. But they could have got the, we're getting our way. But they could have got all that stuff with any Republican president. It's not like it's just Trump. It's like any fucking Republican would have been more than happy to sign. But that's the one they have. I know. That's the one they have. They have to play the hand that they're dealt, and they're deciding, we don't give a shit how we look internationally. Mm. We're just going to say, fuck it, and worry about what we're doing. Yeah. I I guess. I. At this point, it's one of those things. It's like, look, they're just going to continue to do damage. I. It's like every day, like they're rolling back some regulations or doing some fucking shit that makes no sense. You know, like, hey, we're going to let fucking oil companies drill off of every coastline now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it's like, but that's not a smart... There, there was... There was one thing that happened today, though, I will say. Um, I, I can't remember which. I, I guess it would be the EPA. Um, but they, they were basically trying to uh, subsidize coal because, mm-hmm. you know, you got to get those coal miners back to work, all 250 of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were going, they were trying to, the Trump administration was trying to subsidize coal you know, to give them some kind of viability in the marketplace because they're actually fiscally irresponsible if you go to coal because they can't they can't sustain themselves over renewable energies and uh, natural gas. Coal is completely inefficient and actually doesn't even make sense to do anymore. So for some reason, we're still going after coal. But this council, this group said, no, we, we don't. We don't need to give them subsidies for this. They're like, no. And this is a heavily, heavily Trump-appointed group that said we shouldn't do this. So I'm I'm shocked that they actually did that. But they said, no, we need to 
not do that and find other ways to help make our grids. Because the whole argument is that renewable energies and such make our grid uh, too vulnerable. You know, it's not sustainable enough. Mm-hmm. Um, when in reality, there's no facts whatsoever that uh, substantiate that claim. Like, nothing at all. It's as made up as the FEC saying net neutrality needs to go away because of this, this, and this, when there's actually no fucking evidence that it needs to go away. Same thing. They're, they're saying that the grid's unstable because of renewable energies when, in fact, it's actually more stable. <laughs> um, mm. So it, it's surprising that they did that, but they did. I'll, I'll give them kudos on that. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> give them kudos on that one. Oh, man. Yep. Let's see. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah. As, um, I don't know what you think. Like, I mean, I know just from the only things we fucking have talked about on the show pretty much this year, but um, I was starting to think of, like, what were the biggest things that come out this year? Like, if you think, like, what was, what's the standout, like, couple stories of this year? And to me, it's been basically... I mean, you could do, you could say Trump administration slash the Russia investigation if you want to kind of put it together or if you could separate them out. And then I think the other one that was a big one was the Me Too movement. Um, yep. Which is Agreed. so recent still. That's the thing about it that makes me, it's amazing that that was, that Harvey Weinstein shit was only like three months ago. And it seems like it was four years ago. There's been so much shit. Um, yeah. And then probably, Maybe on a lesser because it wasn't like news. I mean, it's newsworthy, but because it was a weather issue, is those the hurricanes, man? Oh my God, with the damage that they did. Um, yeah, I I would actually not just say hurricanes. I would say um, weather related natural disasters. Yeah, on a whole. Um, oh, what the fires? Because if and you look at it too. as as far as dollar signs go, this was the most expensive year that we've ever had as far as uh, natural disasters go. Well, um, yeah, Harvey. And it's only, and it's simply because of climate change. Nah, dude, that's not real. With um, but Hurricane Harvey, the one that hit Houston, the, the first big one before, you know, the Caribbean and everything got yeah. killed. That was, they said that was... Um, by far the most expensive one, like damage wise, they, I think they said that the the damage was estimated to cost just a little under two hundred billion dollars. So I mean that one alone. Jesus. I mean, and then what we have? Um, Irma hit the Caribbean, and then right after it was oh wait, was it Irma that was the next one? What was the next one? What was the big one that uh, hit like Puerto Rico? I don't know. I'm trying to remember, man. I don't know. Uh, oh. Didn't it start with an M or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Maria. Hurricane Maria hit. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, and think about it. That was back in September? I'm going to say September. <laughs> I think I'm right on that. They still say that like 50%, over 50% of Puerto Rico, uh, the people don't have power and stuff yet. And they had like one of those big like medical ships. Um, I don't know, like Navy Coast Guard, whatever the fuck it was. Na- I guess it went to Coast Guard. That's here. It, like a naval ship that's a big, like, basically floating hospital that they'd sent over yeah. there. 
and Trump pulled it away like this past week or so. You know, and they yeah, still he's a cunt. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a fucking cunt. But I'm just saying that that's like the kind of shit, like they, you know, that, and then, like I said, it's just every day it's something. Like I read last week, they, they changed, like they used to, like under Obama, they had like huge fines for like nursing homes and stuff they put in place for like mistreated the people and all this shit, and like the Trump administration got rid of those. <laughs> it's like now go back to abusing the fuck out of those old people. <laughs> Let's get rid of them. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Yeah, fuck them. We don't need them. And then what we have... The, what the fuck? We had... Well, it wasn't the two big... We had, the, of course, the biggest mass shooting in Vegas. And then the one at the, the church was the biggest church shooting. I think it was in the... Yeah. And I did the segment on it where I, I did the like the top 10 shootings and like the major Like three of them have come in the last couple of years. And that was... I think that was on there too. That was like in the top five. That's... Yep. Uh, it's good times, man. It's a great year. <laughs> I, mean, I I would say another big story was, um, or, or a big takeaway from the year. It was basically uh, propaganda or fake news. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, like that, I said, that's a anything. big one because it's the absolute dismantling of reality. Um. And facts like they're they're just they don't exist anymore in some people's minds. Yeah, like it's amazing. It was pretty fun. So I was uh, on a call, and I was it was sort of an old folks' home, um, more of like assisted living kind of thing. Um, not like they had nurses and stuff, but you know it was just like cheap rates on these uh, apartments that they lived in. And the dude had, uh, it was Fox Business, you know, so I assumed that they were going to talk about stock market, mm-hmm. this, that, and the other, and whatever. And they, they peppered that kind of stuff in, but almost the entire show was political talk. Yeah. Like, they were talking about the Trump administration and how great it's been for the economy, uh-huh. and all this like fanfare and all, and all the fluff that Democrats have made of this administration and how it all amounts to nothing and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, this, this is Fox business, right? <laughs> like I had to do a double take. Like I had to look again whenever I'm like working and I hear the show, I'm like, wait a minute. I thought it said Fox business on the bottom left of the screen. <laughs> yeah. I turn around. I'm like, yeah, that says Fox business. Why aren't they talking about business? Why are they talking politics? And it was so utterly one-sided. And they just, they made shit up. They literally just made shit up. And it's like, what the fuck? What what kind of fucking reality do we live in? It It's absolutely crazy to me. I think that's one of the big, big takeaways from last year. It's just the... And I mean, that goes for anything. I mean, take politics out of it. Look at the fucking flat earthers. Look at all this <laughs> nonsensical bullshit that's going around where people just, they are making their own realities. Yeah. That, that's the only way to put it. Like they don't live in the real world anymore. They now only focus on what they perceive as real. And that's the only thing that they will allow into their brains. Anything else is false or a lie 
or a way of trying to, you know, turn them away from their actual beliefs and stuff. And it's like, what the? F- no, it's called truth. We have shitloads of pictures of the Earth. We have tons of evidence that it's round. <laughs> if you have a good enough scope, you can physically see a boat going, 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 and then eventually it disappears because it goes further down and down and down as it's following the crest. I it, It's fucking crazy to me. Like, re- truth is no longer deified it, it's not anything that people really pay attention to they just want to know what is going to help affirm what they already think they know well i mean th- that movement kind of started like you know with the rise of like a rush limb on stuff you know how they had always turned on the mainstream media and the liberal media yes but it was always more like you know the media gives you the leftist viewpoint it doesn't give you the conservative viewpoint, but they never would say like oh they're lying to you they'd just be like well they spin you know they give you the news but they always spin it towards you know the narrative that the left wants you here but they didn't yeah. take it so far Which, as like everything that e- you know everybody cl- even myself i if i watch msmac i know that they are left-leaning slanting yeah. shit i know that that's what they're gonna do there's gonna be truth peppered within there but i also know that i'm watching a cable news network that is engineered to try and make me watch more to sell ads they're not in it for the truth they're in it to keep viewership yeah but i think like you understand i think most people do understand like saying people get like but the news part is the news part and that's they usually do try to give you the facts on everything you know to, to no matter how you want to, oh, I don't believe this because it's coming from NBC, but like an MSNBC or even a Fox News, if you're watching the evening program, you understand that those are more opinion shows. I mean, yeah, but if I watch yeah. Rachel Maddow, I know that she does her best to try. I mean, yeah, she's going to spin it to the left to fit the narrative she wants to, but I know when she puts out information, They've looked up that information, and she's trying to put out factual information. I know that with her. I could trust her. If you watch, you know, Laura Ingraham or whatever fucking Tucker Carlson on Fox News, you understand. (laughs) You know that they just literally make shit up as they go along. Like, they have their fucking narrative, and they will change the information to fit their fucking needs present this case to the fucking right-wing nut jobs that listen to Fox because Fox News now is not news and never has been but it's completely state-run media for the Trump administration now I mean oh yeah it's funny like I I think I do remember seeing Fox News like early early on and how they kind of they dogged Trump a little bit and stuff oh yeah and that has completely changed holy shit they they would suck his dick if they could, guarantee it. Well, in that book that uh, Michael Wolf just put out, the uh, Fire and Fury, that's getting so much attention yep. right now. One of the things in it he writes about is that you know R- Rupert Murdoch is vilified because he's the guy that runs owns Fox News stuff. But the thing is, Rupert Murdoch actually has some progressive views, but Fox News is a money maker because it's that right wing shit. And he hates Trump. 
And Fox News, like you said, they were pretty anti-Trump early on. Like, they would make fun of him. He was not the candidate they were for. But as soon as he got that nomination, they, they do what they always do. They go into fucking right-wing, we're going to protect this guy mode, no matter what he says or does. George W. Bush, we don't care how many times he fucking lies, weapons of mass destruction, blah, 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 fucking torturing people. We don't give a fuck. You know, he's our guy. We're going to defend him to the end. And... It's just, I think in the past, like with a traditional Republican, like a George Bush or something, it's like, that's one thing because George Bush, I think he's kind of an idiot and he said dumb things, but not like Trump. Trump is so fucking insane and rambling and out there and he just says the most repugnant shit and he's such a childlike fucking person. And it's like defending him is like, that's taking it to another level. Like, you can defend policies, but to defend the man and the things he says and how he acts. And they've just, it's so funny to see how they'd get on Obama for going and fucking golfing, you know, every couple weekends or something. Trump's golfing every fucking day. And they're like, yeah, but, you know, he does, he, that's how he thinks, you know, that's how he gets stuff done is on the golf course. It's like, what the fuck? I mean, it's just amazing. Do you like, you know, Obama took a fucking vacation to Hawaii and they had to spend, you know, it costs a ton because I have the security and they made such a big deal about it. Trump spent more money this year on security going back and forth to Mar-a-Lago than they, than they spent to protect and secure Obama for the entire fucking eight years he's in office. But you don't hear anything now because it's just like, oh, yes, yes, Supreme Leader. We're falling in line. Anything you say, Supreme Leader. (laughs) Just amazing. So that's what we got to look forward to more this year. But God. Yeah. It it was funny to see after, you know, the excerpts from the book came out and how Trump uh, pretty much was saying, oh, he's a a genius and all this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember the exact phrasing that he used. No, he tweeted um, that. He called himself a stable genius. Yeah, he tweeted it. Yes, a stable genius. That's what it was. <laughs> um, but it just, it, it cracks me up that, like, he thinks that somehow responding and, you know, going in these attacks makes himself look good. And it's like, well, the book is pretty much saying you're a child. And you're acting exactly like a child does. You know, when when a child is attacked or ridiculed, mm-hmm. they attack back immediately. Like, it's not a calculated response. It's an immediate gut reaction. And that's precisely what happened. He watched the news and within an hour is tweeting up a fucking storm because yeah. he can't contain himself because he's a fucking child. <sighs> Well, I mean, at least give him credit. I mean, he he, he proves you're right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> at least you give him that. He's like, you, uh, I'm a fucking kid, child. You watch this. <laughs> I'll show you how much of a child I am. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Prove our point, asshole. Now, he's... He's great though. Uh, he's he's so much entertainment as our fucking country just crashes around us. But yeah, at least we got that going for no, us. No, it 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 
it's it's a show, people. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, it's a show that's going to affect lives, mm. but it's a fucking show. It really is. And nothing speaks more true to that than his little fucking, um, what does he have at the fake news awards that he's going to be doing? <laughs> yeah. Did you hear about that? I thought that was yeah. supposed to be today. I thought he said last week he's doing it next Monday. No, he postponed it because of the national championship. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Because I forgot about um, it. <laughs> I'm glad you reminded yeah. me. Yeah. So, yeah. If you didn't know that this was a show, people, <laughs> there's your proof. He's fucking putting on the fake news awards, which is all going to go to probably news sources that actually have facts and evidence yeah, and reliable sources. Meanwhile, you just have to take his word for it. Believe me. Believe me, folks. So, okay. I know I'm a, I'm a stable genius. Okay, let's do some... Okay, I don't really have anything off the top of my head, but I'm just thinking, since we, we got to kind of predict, we'll do, okay, Trump predictions. Like, what what do you think is going to happen this year? Like, a couple big things that you think will occur, like, over the next year with him. Or you think the motherfuckers are going to start a goddamn war? <laughs> I mean, do you think... Do you see... You know, him getting charged with anything in these investigations. I mean, how do you think any of this shit's going to play out this next year? Is there anything um, in particular that you got? I, I think it's going to be difficult to get into a war because nobody, literally nobody, will back us. Mm. That, that's just a flat, honest truth. Nobody, there, everybody will be like, nope, fuck you. There's always a few, but I Middle think major allies. Unless it's like right. an, uh, unless it's an unwarranted attack or something. Yeah. yeah. If it's something crazy, then yeah, of course, allies are going to come to our aid because that's how bros are. But <laughs> I think if we just went after somebody just because Trump doesn't like them or whatever, or they said something mean to him, yeah. people will tell him to fuck off. I knew, and I've talked um, about so it. I don't. I've talked about on here, like at the beginning of last year, before he took office, I, my number one concern was North Korea with him uh, because he's such a child and Kim Jong-un such a kid. And I think we've seen that escalate. I mean, starting like in yep. February, you know, right a month after he took office and they launched that first missile and they've been doing test after test after test since, you know, yeah. and now they're comparing the size of their nuclear buttons over Twitter and shit. Um, <laughs> but but you know what? The more I think about that one, because I've said this before, Kim Jong-un is a lot of bluster because he's got to seem like a badass to his people, but that dude's got it made. Yes. It's like there's no point in him really starting something with us because yes. dude, the dude's got he's – a, he's a, he is a supreme leader. I mean, that dude's a dictator of his country. Yeah. Why the fuck would he want to give up that You know, and just get wasted? Yeah, the, the- – Basically, the only reason that he plays off this hardcore shit is two reasons. Like you said, to tell all of his people that he's a badass. And then also to kind of tell the international stage that, hey, don't fucking try to take over. Yeah. I will fuck shit up. Exactly. So because of that, I don't, I'm not as concerned about North Korea I still I think agree. they're a major problem, and with Trump being such a psycho, without a doubt, 
that gives me some concern, but I don't know if people have been paying attention so much. It's hard because the news is so inundated with Trump tweets and nonsense that I don't think people notice some Are of the other bullshit. Are you going to talk about Iran? Iran, dude. They've been laying yep. groundwork with the things they've been saying. Yep. Uh, Nikki Haley's oh, been yeah. running her mouth in the UN. It reminds me mm-hmm. quite a bit of how they did with like Qaddafi in Libya or Saddam in Iraq. If you start listening to some of the things yep. that they're saying now, it's a little frightening because that scares me more than North Korea with them because I'm all, because that's another thing. Yep. Like you said, they love Trump. Well, even Trump. So Iran has had these uh, protests that are going on because mm-hmm. their economy is tanked and gone to shit. There's no jobs. Yes. Everything costs a shitload. So there's a, a, there's some protests that are going on, and actually some people have gotten killed, unfortunately, because, you know, state-run government is fucking going crazy on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but even Trump, I don't know if it was a tweet or a statement or what, but he said, we are watching. You know, it, it like... It basically, he's looking for a reason to go in there. And, yeah, he, you know, for whatever he, he'll he'll sit there and say it's for humanitarian purposes, whatever. It's like bullshit. <laughs> no. Not at all. Now he tweeted. We know where you're going in there. But I think to me, yeah. that's the one that I'm actually more concerned about the lick for this. Year. I don't. I'm not saying that we're going to start a war, but I think Iran or or Iraq. Iran, fuck. I get so confused. Too many fucking the same thing. But Iran, I think, is the one to kind of keep an eye on more so than probably even North Korea. Um, uh, I think I would agree. And as far as like, like that dude's going to be in office. I think th- this investigation might take down some other people. Like you might see like a Jared Kushner or maybe even a Don Jr. Get pulled in and maybe be charged or indicted. I, I definitely could see that happening this year. Like I said, Trump will, I think, skate. It's hard to see him take down a president without overwhelming evidence. And I just, I think it's, there's. It's going to be tough. If he does get him for anything, it will be money laundering. Yeah. And I, that's what I've always said. And I still believe it. I think that that's what they'll get him on. Um, that's but, that's that's going to be what they get him on. I think my other and again, there's a reason why Deutsche Bank was the only one that would loan him money. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, my other thing is everybody's so excited about this fucking blue wave potential in 2018. Um, I think that it's going to be a lot tougher than people think. I mean, we only need really two seats in the Senate to flip the Senate. But if you look at where the seats are available this year, as far as the Republican seats, um, I think it's going to be difficult. I mean, we might be able to pick one off, like maybe Nevada or something, but I don't know if I see the Democrats taking the Senate. And as far as the House goes, because of the amount of seats we have to make up and because of voting restrictions that these conservative states are putting in and with gerrymandering still, um, I think a lot of people are picking... The, the Democrats that have this these huge gains, and I think they will have a pretty good amount of gains. I don't know if they're going to take the fucking House back, though, just from some of the numbers I've seen. Um, but, you know, we'll see as the year goes on. But right now, I think that people need to tamp down the fucking excitement about that because I don't know if it's going to happen. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I agree it would be tough, but I disagree that people should be a little bit less excited. I think people should be excited. Keep that excitement going. 
get involved mm-hmm. in these campaigns. Get people out there to vote. Yeah, I mean that's one that'll play out. Don't as get the year pessimistic goes on. on it. If don't don't get pessimistic about it. Get get fucking excited. Yeah, and now if because that's Trump- that's how it's going to happen. If you sit there and give people this no hope fucking talk, then people are going to be apathetic and do what they normally do and not vote. Oh, no, I don't think that. I No, I'm not saying that there's no hope. I just don't think it's going to be right now, as people are talking, as big as it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be as big of, as a drown. I, I still think they're, they're going to win. I think you're going to pick up, you know, a dozen or more yeah. seats. Easy. I mean, it's going to be. I mean, right now we're down 40-some fucking seats. I mean, it's ridiculous. The well, gap. yeah, there there's a lot of people retiring. Um and that see in that's particular a, the, on the Republican side. But see, that's also a bad thing for Democrats because I think the establishment Republicans would be easier to beat, especially the ones making all these shitty votes now, voting for the end Obamacare, voting for these tax plans. That would be easier to run against. But now you're going to have other fucking new Republicans come in, and the Democrats or the opposition can't run against them pointing out how terrible they are. Now, knowing that these same fuckers that are to take their spots would do the same thing because all Republicans are fucking evil. I say it all the fucking time. The Republican Party is the largest terrorist organization in the fucking world. And uh, that's mm, just the way... Well, oh, world? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. I thought you were going to say the nation. I was going to say, no, I disagree. I'd say the NRA, but... <laughs> I kind of I kind of group them together. The NRA and the Republicans are synonymous with each other. Yeah, I mean, and then in this nation, the NRA is the number one terrorist group. Yeah, all these other terrorist groups that they talk about but, and say, "Oh, we need to be fighting against them. We ought to close our borders. We have to build a wall but, to protect ourselves from fucking ISIS and Al Qaeda." I no, got you. That's true. The but, NRA is who you need to fucking protect but, yourself from. Think about this way. It's the Congress could pass the laws to fucking neuter the NRA, but why can't we? Because Republicans in Congress won't allow it. So uh, I still say the Republicans yeah, have the because most of power. the NRA. So I don't know, but it, like like I said, the NRA that, spends so much fucking money to get their way. But we'll see. Like I said, Trump continues to do the ridiculous shit he does, and they keep fucking and and look. The stock market, great that it's going up, good for him and everything else. But you know what? As fast as it's going up. Uh, home values are going up. It's we're heading for another bubble. They're deregulating the fucking banks. I mean, all the like Frank Dodd, all that shit. They've neutered all of it. Um, so we're gonna have another bubble burst. It's just a matter of when. If it happens in this next year, Agreed. Democrats are gonna. Nah, I don't think it'll happen in this year. I I, I, I think it'll happen later. I I think so too. I think we're maybe a couple years away from it. But if it was to happen. You know, within this year, even if we had a mini bubble burst, not a big one, but just a minor one, even a small pop, not in the housing market, maybe so much, but the stock market, if something happened, that could be enough to swing enough votes where the Democrats have huge gains. Um, I just don't I just don't know. Everything's in flux. We'll see right now. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be really good for the Democrats. I just don't know if it's going to be as good as everybody thinks or we're going to take enough power back where we can stymie everything that the Republicans are trying to fucking do to destroy the country. So No, I I yeah, I mean looking at where the seats are and how they line up, I understand it's going to be difficult, but I I hope that that's not the case and that we do get something and whatever. Uh but things that I think that are going to happen this year um 
already talked about it earlier. I think entitlements, they're off the table. Poor people, you're fucked. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, not just poor people, but probably anybody under the age of like 50 and who's expecting to get that full social security, Security. Medicare. Yeah. We're all fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Us. (laughs) You know, it's like I told my mom. Hope you have a good 401k. (laughs) Yeah. I. Yeah, well, then if or the stock IRA. market busts, then <laughs> then that'll go to shit too. So, um, it's like I told yeah. my mom because my mom's kind of like, oh my, she has. What are they going to do with this? I said, you're not going to be affected. Don't worry. I said, you know, you're. She's in her seventies. I'm like, you're you're fine. They they're not going to mess with your shit. Yeah. I go, it'll be me. You know, I'll be. I'm on that that cusp because I'm in my mid, almost mid forties now. Um, yeah, my my only question with like. With this, I know nothing's going to happen of it. It's just like an insurance fucking company bullshit. But, you know, if they do get rid of Social Security, what happens to all that Social Security tax I've been paying my entire fucking career? Yeah, well, you know, sucks to be you. Am I going to get that back? No. Because I clearly didn't get to use it. No. They, You know what they do? Oh, I know I'm not. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. Well, they won't get rid of it. They'll just what they'll do is they'll they'll up the age, right? First of all, they'll say, "Okay, sixty five. Now it's sixty seven. Okay, that's one way they'll put it off, and then they'll cut the a benefit, you know, the percentage and stuff. That's that's how they'll do it. So you'll still we'll still have it, but it'll be you know a pit. It'll be a shell of what it was. More, yeah. So yeah. like right now, you're getting peanuts, and then. Later on, we'll get shells. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what it is. They're not going to be able to stomp it. It's, it's like, the, it's kind of the same, like Republicans always want to get rid of entitlements, but they're like, you know, one of the things about entitlements, you know, as soon as people start receiving the benefits, it's almost impossible to take the benefits away from them, you know. And Social Security and Medicare are two things that have been around yeah. for so that, long now. They're just ingrained in it, society. Everybody th- just, that, to, that to me is the other big thing is that, when people see them trying to get rid of these entitlements, it's going to empower people to vote Democrat big time, big fucking time. Yeah. People but are I think, not going to like this, including yeah, their fucking base. It, and you know what? That's another reason why I think a lot of these fuckers, they pass that tax cut and it's going to benefit most of those Republicans of Congress. So the ones you're seeing retire are the ones that are like, good. Hey, tax cuts. I got a bunch more money come to me from now on. So I don't need this fucking shit anymore. And so they can vote on getting rid of everything because their terms are up. If they do it during this year, their terms are up next year. They're out anyway. They don't give a shit. That's what I'm saying. This is going to be a critical year for this country because you got a lot of short timers, uh, Republicans. And I think they understand that Democrats are going to take a lot of seats. And it's going to be either they're going to the Democrats will take the House or it's going to be very, very tight where it'll be to the point where they just can't steamroll through their agenda. So this is their year, and they've got a psycho who'll fucking sign anything they put in front of him in the office who's fucking a three-year-old. They've got, you know, the most evil Speaker of the House and Senate Majority Leader that we've ever had in Paul Ryan and Mitch McConnell. They're just fucking evil incarnate, and they're going to do as much damage as they can this year because this is the year for Republicans to do, basically, to try to tear down. And I think they all see that, so... I hope we can make it through this year, but I think there's going to be some big fights ahead. So, and then of course, yeah. so all we can really hope for is that a lot of 
fucking Republicans, a lot more women come out and fucking accuse them of sexual assault stuff. We can get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Jeez, man. It's kind of fucking... Um, let's see. Uh, uh, another one that I see coming this year. Uh, I know we need to probably wrap this up. But um, I think the uh, the marijuana battle is going to intensify big time. Yep. That, that's coming on the horizon. I mean, Jeff Sessions has already gotten rid of um, Obama <laughs> mandates that kind of tell... Uh, federal prosecutors to kind of lay off, um, you know, criminal in these states that have legalized marijuana to kind of lay off unless it's like a big case kind of thing, uh, something really serious. Yeah, they're not. They're um, not going to do. They're not listening but, to him. I, there's already been people in those but, states come out and they're like, "Yeah, uh, we're not. We're not going to do that. We're going to continue business yeah, as usual." It. I. I understand that, but. I mean, I, I just see with, uh, you know, some of these federal uh, court seats that are being filled by Trump, uh, I I foresee a change, a shift. I mean, even though the clear shift in everybody's mind, including mm-hmm. in Republicans' mind, that actually even recreation, recreational marijuana should be legal in Republicans' minds, it's... I think it's going to take a little bit of a step back. Um, yeah. And I, I, I don't, I don't know exactly how far that's going to go, but I know that there's, it's going to be a fight. There's going to be a bigger fight coming down the road. Cause it has been where the federal government has kind of laid off and done nothing, uh, with these state rights, but it seems to be a different case. And I, I mean, Trump has kind of been on the outs of Jeff, Jeff Sessions, but he's been very, very silent on this issue in particular and said really fucking nothing. So I, I don't think that it's on his radar, nor is he concerned about it. So that's another one that I see happening this year. Yeah, that could be, and that could be another one too that could turn out some, some, some more liberal voters, um, depending on where they take it. I, yeah, you know, like I said, there's going to be an assault on so many fronts. You know, they're going to continue the deregulation, like you said, the coal subsidies, shit like that, destroying, going after the environment. Um, you know, the the whole pr- the sentencing and things like that. Sessions has already worked on that. Now with the marijuana rollbacks, that's that's it's just back to that fucking prison mentality of the Reagan years. Um, like I said, the going after the entitlement this is going to be a big year this is this is this year is going to say quite a bit for our country because so many years of progress and this could be a year where you see you know decades of things that were built by progressive thinking minded people even some republicans because i think you know if you go back and look at some of these programs, they actually had conservative support back in the 60s and 70s and different things when they happened. Um, I mean, people forget the EPA was started by Richard Nixon. He wasn't a liberal Democrat. (laughs) So you're going to see all these years and decades of all this hard work, and this is going to be a telling year, I think, for a lot of those programs. So we'll see how that works out. Um, 
What can I say, man? So this has been a hell. Two, 2017 was a fucking tough one. <laughs> it kind of beat me down. I know there's so many times we get on the show and the goal was like, let's just try not to even bring up Trump for like the first part of the show. We'll save it to the end because it's just there's how you can't even go if we take two weeks off of this show we miss out on 15 things we get on it's like it's hard to even talk about because it's like it's already been beaten to the ground because there's (laughs) so much shit um i don't know i i've only got one thing left unless you got anything else you want to add we can nope all righty um to keep up the tradition we started the show back in 2012 and at the end of that first year, which is only a few months in, we don't been only been doing the show a few months at a time. Um, we used to do. I started doing a segment called Dick of the Week, and then we did a Dick of the Year. And in 2012, our very first Dick of the Year was Donald J. Trump, which just proves that this show is so far ahead of everybody else. <laughs> We could foresee the future. We knew it was so so forward thinking. Oh my god, we God, we're so we're so fucking brilliant. Um, and last year could easily been him again. And I did take a cop out a little bit last year, uh, because I went with the American people. I liked last year's. I liked Uh, last year's because it's you can't i couldn't blame trump for getting elected because he did everything he could to not get elected <laughs> during the campaign that is true and yet pussy grabbing and everything i mean you really could not have tried not like it's almost like every day he's like what kind of fucked up shit can i say or do today to not win this fucking thing you know what i mean it's like he went out of his way and yet 60 fucking plus million people voted for that piece of shit (laughs) he became president i'm like i fucking hate this country i hate all you motherfuckers so i just said the american people and i take some responsibility for that too because i should have been out murdering fucking conservatives (laughs) to keep them from voting or something i don't know what the fuck i should have done something i don't know what i should have um but this year i wanted to be a little bit more specific and i didn't want to mail it in and you brought up something great which it's so funny because basically my dick a year just feeds into this and we're talking about the big stories here and you brought up fake news and it really is dude that whole fake news where that's the easy way to go now is if i don't agree with you i don't care how many facts i don't care if you have fucking videotape of fucking oj stabbing nicole he didn't fucking do it it's fake news <laughs> fake you know what news. i'm saying and Yep. Of course, we t- we've talked about it plenty, brought up in the show. Fox News is the fucking state-run media. They are the poster child for real fake news and distributing all this, you know, this disinformation out there to the redneck fucking retards with their third-grade educations, you know, sticking their fingers in their fucking sisters and shit. So... I kind of narrowed it down to the person whom I fucking hate the very most on Fox News and has been one of my most hated Fox people for years and years now and whom I think takes the mantle of the head of the station for disinformation, fake news, um, being the cheerleader of all fucking cheerleaders for 
conservatives. I already know who it is. <laughs> oh, I know. It's easy to figure out. Um, and that is our buddy Sean Hannity. Um, Sean Hannity, to me, was an easy pick because Bill O'Reilly used to be the face and the voice of Fox News. I mean, he was the yep. guy. Of course, he had his allegations of sexual harassment. Well, they weren't allegations. He fucking did a lot of sexual shit. He got busted I was for about, Yeah, Fox they weren't allegations. Pay. They paid people off. Fox, of course. Because had a, he did this shit. Yeah, yeah, they paid millions of fucking dollars. I mean, I think $13 million to like one broad or lady. Excuse me, I don't want to be all sexist. Because we don't do that on this show. We love women. We're, you know, you know, me too. So, I... I thought to myself, okay, so Bill O'Reilly goes out. Sean Hannity becomes the face of the franchise. Sean Hannity starts off the year defending Roger Ailes because of his accusations of sexual harassment, which he got fired from Fox. Bill O'Reilly, who was fired from Fox because of the allegations and because of the the definite sexual assaults that he you know had while yep. he was there. And it's kind of funny because, you know, there it's like he defends these people despite the fact that Fox News itself said these people are guilty of this shit we're going to fire them he still defended them he defends Trump who is a proven liar I mean he's a sexual assaulter recorded admitted it whatever else he's so childlike he's so destructive everything he bitched about Obama doing Trump does like I said the golfing the fucking vacation everything Trump does it tenfold sean hannity kisses his ass at every stop nothing trump does will you know sean hannity will criticize um another thing that he did and this is the thing that pushed me over the fucking edge with him this year he's got this huge platform on fox news he's like i said number one guy in the evening all the fucking right-wing idiots who watch fox news these old people who listen to it and believe everything they hear on it we're watching him as he promoted these conspiracy theories, um, and I talked about it on my old podcast, I talked about it a little bit on this one, the whole Seth Rich, who was a staffer for the DNC, yep. who was murdered in, D, uh, in D.C., and they never knew, found out who killed the guy, um, which D.C. is one of the murder capitals of the United States, so it's not too uncommon that someone could be murdered there. Um, but Sean Hannity... And Alex Jones and the other fucking Roger Stone, these other conspiratorial ass holes who put these things out, were floating the thing that Seth Rich was the guy who leaked the DNC emails and Hillary Clinton Podesta emails and stuff to WikiLeaks so they could put them out. That was the thing. Like He was murdered basically by Hillary Clinton and the DNC. Sean Hannity promoted this on his fucking show. And... People went after him. He started losing advertisers left and right. He had to come out and apologize to Seth Rich's family who fucking wrote a letter asking him to stop promoting these fucking bullshit conspiracy theories. Um, you know, he, he like I said, the it, it seemed like for a while that this may push him out, out right after fucking O'Reilly. But for some reason, he apologized and stopped fucking talking about it. On TV, on his radio show, he continued to promote it, of course. But on the TV show, he dropped it. Then, Roy Moore, sexual harasser from Alabama, fucking pedophile, ran. Yeah. Sean Hannity backed him, you know, went after Imagine the victims. That. 
Yeah, exactly. To- basically, and then the funny thing with Hannity is he started taking flack for backing him when all these women came out and there's all this evidence. And he said, hey, you know, I need Roy to prove to me that this stuff didn't happen or I'm not going to be able to back him anymore. Roy Moore writes a letter to Hannity saying, hey, dude, I didn't do this stuff. Sean Hannity's like, yeah, he said he didn't do it. Why would he lie? <laughs> so, you know, I'm back on board. Yeah, he's got no reason to lie that he fucked 16-year-olds. Uh, uh, 14-year-old, sir. 14-year-old, <laughs> Let's not give him sorry. too much credit. Sorry. Um, and, of course, he took a lot of shit for that and lost a couple sponsors for that. But on his radio show, he was one of these guys that basically was like, hey, he even if... He, you know, he's the real victim because all these women are coming out, you know, 40 years after the fact and saying that he tried to fuck them when they were children. That That's their fault, you know. And he was one of these also, like the governor of Alabama is like, hey, I'd rather have a pedophile in office than a fucking Democrat, you know. So this is Sean Handy. This is what he's continued to do. And if you ever want to make yourself completely insane, just one time. Watch Sean Handy on Fox News. Try and sit through one whole fucking show. It, you will lose so many fucking brain cells, and you will probably want to go and fucking Chester Bennington yourself right afterwards. God damn it! No, I I can't do it. I I could barely like watch any Fox News at all. I couldn't do it. It would drive me crazy. Oh, I can't do it either. <laughs> but I do know enough Sean Hannity, and I see enough of his shit still. Because I can't fucking... I can't fucking get away from it, dude. Too much Twitter and Facebook people post stuff, so... Um, but yeah, so Sean Hannity, the dick of the year, and I think it's well-deserved. But if you don't... I, if, you, if you got I'd something agree. better, I don't really care. I mean, well, yeah, <laughs> there, there are better, but that's still that's still a good one. Without a doubt. Anyway, folks, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, check out our friends at Pod Blocked mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Seven Four Two Evergreen Terrace. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out uh, our buddy Brad's show, Andy and the Bradtastic Voyage. Even though I, I don't know if they do that because again you don't promote it on our show or I, our facebook I page they, so i don't I, see it yeah i think they they just do it really sporadically i think they've only done a couple new yeah. ones i know. mean they, this they was do like it. the holidays and stuff like that so i get it if they haven't made one yeah. in a while makes sense um beyond I'm that busy. nobody else who really fucking matters yeah um I hope your 2018 is better than your 2017, folks. It won't. It won't be. It's going to be worse, everybody. Oh, I'm just. Hey, man. I'm, Realist. Just, I'm just trying to be the optimist here. It's going to be fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> just, All right, fuck it. Just, Wheels off, folks. Get crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's just fucking, it's chaos. Just do yeah, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. If anymore. it's going to be shit, then you might as well make the best of it. So fucking wheels off. Go fucking buck yeah. wild. Start shooting heroin into your eyeball. and. and I fucking, did not say that. Buy yourself a fucking AR-15, run naked through fucking the streets, and just go to town. Well, no, see, buying anymore. an AR-15 is just normal American behavior, so that's not really aberrant at all. And not for our listeners. 
They're good law. Uh, they're good law-abiding citizens that don't uh, need fucking AR-15s. Uh, again, there are law-abiding citizens that have AR-15s. It's completely illegal. That's true. Because the because the Republicans allow the NRA. <laughs> That's normal fucking American behavior. Yeah. If if I had to make any like absolute guarantee prediction of 2018, there will be a mass shooting. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That's your lock. Your lock for the year. There will be another yeah, mass shooting. That, that's my fucking lock for 2018. There will be a mass shooting. Garen fucking pee it. I will fucking up you because I'll one up your fucking thing because last oh, shit. year we had two of the top five worst shootings. I think this year we'll have two more in the top five at least. God That'll, damn. I think I, we're going to have a new top five, two from this year. I mean, this is as sad as it is. Like, I can't really argue against it. Oh, I know can't, you can't. Unfortunately. So I'm throwing it out so. there. And if I'm wrong, I'll forget I ever said it. <laughs> <laughs> fake news. We fake news ourselves. Yeah, just go and erase this show. No, our, yeah, our news happens. was fake news. All right, folks. Have a good one. Peace. Yeah, later, bitches.